everybody. Welcome into the Texas Stars podcast. We're getting ready for the regular season. It is just one day away as the Texas Stars get ready to face off with the Tucson Roadrunners. And they will begin it right on home ice for back-to-back games here at HEB Center at Cedar Park. Brian Tosti along with you beside me is Travis Morin. And we're talking, uh, getting ready for the upcoming season. We've got a lot to talk about in the podcast overall. Uh, and we're really excited about uh, a lot that's going on for the Texas Stars. So, Travis, uh, home opener is a week away, or a day away, a week away by the time we're talking about this. But uh, it just seems wild that the whole offseason finally culminates to this one game uh, and getting started with the season on the right foot. Yeah, you know, it's. I think it's been a long, long off season for a lot of the guys. Uh, when you don't make the playoffs a year before, it always uh, seems to drag on forever. So I know the guys are really itching to get to play some meaningful games here and uh, start hitting other people. Texas Stars are in the Central Division once again. Uh, let's just go back and look at last season. Uh, the Stars uh, missed out of the playoffs, number, number six in the division. It was so tight down the stretch, though. The teams right in the mix, the teams that did make the playoffs, Chicago Wolves, the Grand Rapids Griffins, Milwaukee Admirals, and the Iowa Wild. And Iowa even slipped very much at the end of the season. Uh, Team was down in it all the way through the final stretch of the year. Throughout the year, just looking at the the process of what it takes to get to the playoffs, this is divided up by literal points at the very end. It's, It's down to four or five points between a lot of the teams, right? Yeah, it, it really comes down to, you know, small increments of points. And you, we make a, a point to tell the guys, you know, every year that, you know, these games at the beginning matter just as much as the games at the end when it seems like everything's on the line. Uh, you get off to a tough start, you lose a few games at the beginning, and it's a hard hole to climb out of. Uh, so the guys need to be ready here to come out and, and uh, get these home openers and, uh, you know, start defending this home ice and show that it's going to be a tough place to play. And the Texas Stars, when you when you look at the overall segment of the season, you got to take it week by week, but each chunk of the season really plays a lot. Can you tell us about what each each segment of home games and th- these road stretches mean? Yeah, you like I said, you want to you want to have a a winning record at home. You want to be a really really good team at home. So uh, when you have your home stretches where you get you know four or five games in a row where you're on home ice, those are those are times when you want to get on a roll and you know go on a little run and win four or five games, and then you get that momentum at home and you take that on the road. You never know what can happen, and in you know sometimes you you even play some of your best hockey when you're on the road when guys are away from it and all they're thinking about is hockey. They don't have to worry about anything else. And you wake uh, up, leave the hotel, go to morning skate, and it's it's basically outlined for you. Yeah, point. yeah, you're you're hockey centric at that point. Mm-hmm. When you look at the preseason for the Texas Stars, do it just a quick recap before we get to uh, the official full season uh, setup and the look at the roster for the Texas Stars. Uh, pair of losses to the San Antonio Rampage. These games we were talking with uh, Coach Laxdahl a little bit about what these games mean it's just good to get get them out of the way you almost rip the band-aid off and get the get the team to actually play in games together yeah it's it's something that needs to happen and you don't put a whole lot of stock in the results you more look at how uh guys are doing within the systems uh you got a lot of guys especially since you don't have your full team sent down yet for most of these games that uh you're you're getting guys and putting them in positions maybe they aren't going to be in to start the season, but seeing if they can handle those different situations, such as power play and penalty kill, where they might be, you know, fourth line guys or uh, guys that are sitting out to start the year, they get a chance to show what they can do. And that's big for them and big for the team to know 
what they have in those guys in case, you know, injuries and call-ups come up. So the games are, you know, meaningless in the point column and the standings column, but uh, you can definitely take things from each game and, uh, you know, notice things about players and what they're going to do and uh, hopefully something along the lines in the season that, you know, you can use. Brian Tossi and Travis Moore on the Texas Stars podcast, and we're uh, taking a look at the Texas Stars roster now moving forward. And um, a lot of new faces on this roster, and, and mm-hmm. when you look at the, the breakdown, there is a lot of veteran presence on the back end. Uh, there is some really good talent up front. Can you just talk about the what this team looks like out of the first few days? Yeah, I think, like you said, there's a lot of older veteran guys on the back end. So I think, you know, hopefully – that's going to be solid. I think our goaltending is going to be really good. We got a veteran guy in Bo and then a young, really talented goaltender in Ottinger. And then, you know, it, the question then starts to become, where are we going to get the goals from? And I mean, we got guys like Lesperance who's, who's proven scorer in this league and it's, he can score Tanner Carroll, uh, Mershey. Uh, but then you, you start looking around and there's a lot of young guys coming up that are very talented guys, uh, Robertson is, has all the talent in the world and it's you know a matter of putting it together and, and doing it on the ice now uh, at this level but you, there's there's plenty of other young guys uh, you saw Melnick in, in preseason put a couple nice goals in and that's hopefully can you know springboard him into something good to start the season cycle back to the blue line there's Tufty Tufty across gave it to Melnick in front of backhander scores Josh Melnick with a pair Josh Melnick at the top of the slot slides his way down low and a backhander up and over Fitzpatrick's glove hand for the second time tonight. But it's a, it's I think that's the biggest question right now is where are these goals going to come from? Uh, because there's probably you know three or four proven scores at this level. And uh, we're going to need some guys to step up in that department. The big thing for the Stars as well is uh, is the depth. Like you said, there's a, there's a lot of talent and a lot of uh, depth to this thing. It, like you mentioned, uh, the top scorers for the Stars that, that are returning, you have Joel Lesperance who came away with a 30-goal year last year in the AHL. Michael Mersh, who's put up pretty much 45 points every single year that he's been uh, in the league. And um, across the board, even Adam Maskerin had a good rookie year at 44 points and had 18 tallies. Um, Nick Camano, who just came down at, you know, the, the points were at the upwards of 30 and 40 but a good hard player who took a lot of steps not only last year but also into the offseason of this year. So you've seen a lot of teams in this area, and obviously you have to play the games, but early assessment, does this team look like a playoff team? Yeah, I think they have all the talent to be a playoff team. It's it's always, like I've said many times in the past, it's, it's every year is a completely different monster with so much turnover and young guys coming in. Uh, you never know exactly what you're going to get out of them coming from juniors to playing in this level is is a completely different animal compared to what they're used to. So you never know how well and how quickly they're going to adapt to the game. And, uh, you know, I think that's as, as a big uh, kind of obstacle we have for this team right now because we have so many young guys, uh, so many unknowns with, uh, with how they're going to react and how they're going to play when the games start to matter here. That, But I think, I think this team is probably as talented as I've seen around here in quite some time. 
Let's look at the home opener as well, fans. Uh, October 4th at 7 o'clock, the Stars take on the Tucson Roadrunners. And then October 5th, right back at home ice again, taking on the Manitoba Moose. And uh, without looking and understanding what, the, what those two teams look like from their roster perspective, because uh, real, realistically they come out uh, on Thursday and, and go all the way through, uh, when you go through the process of getting on the board early on. The team did a good job of that last year, had a good start to the season, have historically had a good start to the year. Uh, is there any type of message from, from the team? You kind of touched on it as well of just it's so important in this league to get off on the right foot. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing is, too, it, it like I said, it's all about coming together at the beginning of the year. And, you know, the first few games are not the most indicative of, of the way things are going to turn out. I mean, I look back at, I think, our third year here. We won our home opener 7 nothing against Oklahoma City. And then they, I think, went on to be first in the division, and we were 30th in the league. Like, yeah. it, you can't put a whole lot of stock into the way things start because, like I said, it's, it's all about how guys come together in systems and how they, you know, it can take a little while sometimes to find that right formula for a team but you still have to stress that everybody's going through the same kind of thing with all their new guys and everything like that. It's coming out and competing and knowing that these points are as important as those points in April. And I think the, one of the biggest things to that is during the game and during every game this, throughout the year, there's always the conversation of battle, get your points, battle throughout the whole year, but especially early on in the, in the early going, battle every minute because you never know what's going to happen during an opener yeah it's it's true uh we always say you know game the games just get tougher and tighter as the season moves along uh so if you can go out there and expose some vulnerabilities in the other team while they're still trying to get things figured out because they've only had a few you know few days to practice uh you got to take advantage of those situations and a lot of that comes down to you know if you can start off well on special teams early in the season where you can get a power play that's clicking and your penalty kill can and can do well because a lot of times there's a lot of penalties called at the beginning of the year. Uh, that is a big part of it in, in getting off to a good start. So the Stars face off with the Tucson Roadrunners, like we mentioned, October 4th at 7 o'clock. Uh, make sure you're here early and grab uh, your magnet calendar from ABC Home and Commercial Services for the entire weekend. We'll have those available. And then on Saturday, the Stars at 7 o'clock face off with the Manitoba Moose. Stick around. We'll be right back. we got a little bit more to talk about on the Texas Stars podcast coming up, including the official announcement of the next Texas Stars captain. We'll be right back. Chris Young, live, Raised on Country Tour. The Case 101 Birthday Bash. November 7th, H-E-B Center at Cedar Park. Chris Young, hit after amazing hit. And tonight I'm drowning. With special guests, Eli Youngman and Matt Stell. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Chris Young, Raised on Country Tour. Produced by C3 Presents. Now into the offensive zone, trying for the shot, looks in front, he's Dylan Hetherington from behind the net! Still four on four play, long lead pass, Hetherington alone! Scores! Dylan Hetherington breaks it open! 3-2 with his second of the year! We're back 
back on the Texas Stars podcast, and we have a very special guest, defenseman Dylan Hetherington, who was just named team captain for the Texas Stars. And Dylan, thanks for hopping on the pod for us. Hey, thanks for having me. So talk about the, the captaincy a little bit. And I know beyond the, the generalities of, all right, it's, it's an honor to be the captain, you talked about noticing captains along the way in your career. Uh, do you remember something that the captains did that really stuck out for you over the course of your career? Uh, they, they're the leader of the team. Um, I remember my first year pro, we had Ryan Craig as our captain and, uh, you know, he was just an old vet that grinded every day and you just went to the rink and you saw him prepare for practice, prepare for games. And, uh, it was something special. So, I mean, if I can, you know, take some of those qualities from, from him and, uh, implement them with our team, I think we're going to have a very successful year. We've talked about the the back end of this team, but uh, just seeing it expand over the last couple of years, what have you learned from the systems of, of the Texas Stars and especially um, playing in, inside of this arena here at HEB Center? Um, our, I mean, our decor has has been great. Uh, it's been it's been a progression for sure uh, since the time that I've been here. But uh, the guys that we got implemented now are are, are great. I mean, Gav. Uh, Gleese, everyone's got another year under their belt. And then the, the new guys that came in, um, I mean, we haven't, Scars had that year where we went on the run, um, made to the finals. Um, and then Juice is, he, he's looking really well. So I think on their back end, we look, we look really solid. The, the transition here coming to Texas, uh, it's, it's never uh, the situation where you want to necessarily uh, get traded, but when you get the news that you're coming to the Dallas Stars organization and, uh, and jumping in here to Texas, what was your first reaction like and what did you know about Texas before coming here? Um, so we were out for lunch with the guys in Cleveland and then trade deadline passed, so we all thought we were safe. Um, and then my phone rings five minutes later, so... And, uh, you know, you just, you just got to take a breath, pick up, pick up your life in uh, Cleveland and move it down here. Uh, that transition was really smooth, though. When I got down here, I knew and actually played with, uh, you know, like five to six, seven guys on the team. Um, you know, I've Honka was my, my D partner in, uh, in Swift Current. And then I played with Dowles. Bozy was my, my goalie, like... There was a lot of connections going on, so it was a, a real smooth transition. It was a big homecoming kind of, just re, reunite everybody at that point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. When it, also during that time that you were in Cleveland, you had that uh, that cup run that, that you guys went on. You also had the, the run to the finals here. During those two seasons, what was something that was special about those teams that you kind of noticed that, hey, this is a group that we could get it all, all the way with? Uh, that's exactly what it was. It was a, it was a group that was special. Um, in the dressing room, everyone had each other's backs, and it was really enjoyable coming to the rink uh, and playing for each other. Um, and I, I think that's that was the biggest thing is is our team team bonding and team identity. Everyone was in it, and everyone like wanted really wanted to be there, really wanted to win. Talk about the the Swift Current years and and just being able to reunite with with everybody. Tell us about the program up there. I mean, it's it's been going for a, a long time now, and that's a, a pretty historic program up there. I I absolutely love it up there. Um, there's always rumors like there's not a lot to do. It's small town. It's damn cold. But uh, 
once you get there and uh, you meet meet all the guys there, it's it's an organization that you really want to be a part of, and that's why so many um, NHL teams draft players from there. They, uh, you know, there's a certain kind of identity and uh, personality that comes from Swift Current. So, I mean, it's it's uh, it's an honor to play for the Broncos. Growing up, uh, you were just inside of Calgary, Alberta, when you were growing up. It was were you right inside the city outskirts? I know when you look at some of the hometowns, it's it's not necessarily right in the the heart of the city. Uh, I, I'm up in the northwest, so uh, my minor hockey league association was Crowchild, and uh, you know, growing up there was we had some really good players. Um, Cole Uli, who was on the team a couple of years ago. Um, I grew up playing with him all the way through midget, and then uh, Matt Dumba, who's in the uh, Minnesota Wild uh, organization and is having an incredible, successfully uh, career. Um, so that there was there was kind of like six or seven of us that uh, they all we all still remain in touch, and we're all kind of like hockey players. So that's where we spend our summers. It also, when was your minor hockey program right? close to you a lot of a lot of players i talk to from canada usually have to travel about an hour to to get to some pretty good minor hockey programs to play yeah uh our our house was a minute drive from the rink that's yeah. really nice <laughs> not a lot of people have to do that no no not at all <laughs> um talking with dylan hetherington the uh, texas stars captain and uh here on the texas stars podcast and uh, when you when you look at uh, the overall progression of of this team and kind of start the season it, it comes in waves doesn't it with throughout the year of okay we're, we're getting off to the start of the year then you hit the middle portion and and you have the ending but how do you keep a level head for everybody being through this uh and being able to kind of coach everybody through it that this is going to be a long year and, and you got to stay healthy all the way through you got to be consistent um got to be consistent in your your actions uh you know in the locker room um and, and on the ice, I mean, being a young group, uh, sometimes guys get comfortable or, or they, it goes the other way where they don't have any confidence. Um, so you got to make sure that you bring the uh, consistent level of, uh, of work ethic and, uh, you know, ability to talk to guys uh, so, you know, they don't go in through those waves and it's just kind of even keel. And there's definitely a... a balancing act as well where it's it's serious when you come to the rink but at the same time you can't be all serious 100 percent of the times it is it kind of nice to loo loosen the mood a little bit sometimes with the guys and especially when you get outside of the rink yeah absolutely i mean if you uh there's there's a certain time and place mm -hmm. i mean if you're you know really doing well and have a good weekend then there's definitely times to you know go over and uh have a few few of the boys over to uh you know kind of kind of get along and get to know each other a little bit more as far as locker room camaraderie any type of uh any type of jokes or anything that that typically go around uh, maybe not necessarily this room but uh maybe across the room that you can remember over the past years um yeah uh whatever like a, a guy comes in who i've played with sometimes stick a little bubble gum in their in their gloves or uh the, the water cup under the helmet so when they reach for their helmet to go out for for practice they get drenched in uh in some water some good ones that one got me on the uh, outside of a door and yeah. one of the old teams that i worked for <laughs> so i know that one <laughs> yeah well dylan uh, i appreciate you hopping on with us and uh we're looking forward to a really fun year we'll definitely have you back on uh, at some point this year and 
best of luck as we go through the season, and uh, congratulations once more. Thank you very much. That's Dylan Hetherington. We're going to be right back on the Texas Stars podcast. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk with uh, Travis Moore in a little bit more. Welcome back to the Texas Stars podcast. Uh, Brian Tosti, Travis Moore here. Talking a little bit about uh, not only the opener, but uh, kind of a new step for the uh, Texas Stars. The seventh captain in team history named uh, earlier this week, as in Dylan Hetherington, uh, the alternate captains as well. Uh, Joel Hanley and Michael Merce jumping on for the Stars. And uh, Travis, you're a captain. You're a letterman for uh, five years with, the, with this organization. Um, just what kind of goes into being the captain on this team, and um, especially with the young group like we, we've talked about, uh, trying to guide this team through the early going of the season. Uh, I think I think the biggest thing is to you got to lead by example. You got to go out there and, and show you know these young guys and talk to them and and tell them you know that this is the job now. It's no longer just uh, you know junior hockey. This is your livelihood. People are going to be trying to take your job, and uh, you got to hold on to it. And a lot of these guys have a lot of aspirations of moving up to the NHL, and so you're kind of there as a guiding force for that. Uh, like I always tried to do, like I said, lead by example, go out and every day and practice and in the games and, and give it 110%. Do, do your job and show how to conduct yourself on and off the ice as a professional. Dylan Hetherington's entering his fourth year with the team. You've gotten to know him. Just uh, tell us about the type of guy Dylan is for anybody who hasn't really gotten the chance to meet him and, and kind of sit down and talk with him. Uh, he's a great guy. He's, he, uh, you know, he's passionate about the game. Uh, he wants to win more than anybody really in that locker room, I know. And uh, But at the same time, he, he knows how to keep it light at times and fun. And he, he's a, you know, he's a good guy to be around and guys want to be around him and hang around him. So I think it's a, a great selection. The Stars also, it's not on one guy. And that's that's the one thing. There's a, a group of, of leaders in a locker room. And it's going to take a group of people to go through the year and, and kind of lean on. Uh, especially from the coaching staff perspective. You're going to have to have multiple different people that are, are looked upon because not only do you look at those guys, but Michael Mersh as well as an alternate captain, Tanner Caro, who's been at the NHL level. He's also been at the AHL level. These guys have a ton of experience to offer as well. Yeah, I think you can look at those guys, Hanley. I mean, even Joel Lesperance in his third year, I think, here now. But he's been to the finals He's uh, played in the NHL. It's those are all experiences that these younger guys that maybe have been here just a year or are rookies now, like they can help them out and, and uh, you know show them how to practice, like I said, and how to play in the games and how to conduct yourself and just uh, you know be there to to help out in any way you see with these young guys that can help them get acclimated a little bit more quickly to the game here and feel comfortable and then thus hopefully be able to show their skills off and help produce and help this team win. And like you said, there's a balance of taking everything and, and throughout the year you want to be the, the leader and be, uh, be a really big help to the team, but there also is a relatable portion of that where you want to be a guy that anybody can talk to. You want to be a, a very uh, very conversational guy. And, and like you said, I think, I think Dylan is that type of guy where you can talk to him about just about anything inside that room. Yeah, I don't think guys would have any, you know, reservations about going up to him and talking about anything that's going on in their lives whether it's on the ice or off the ice and he would be you know 
doing laundry Excited or to talking help about you. where to yeah. go for dinner, something like that. Yeah, and that's another big thing, getting guys out together. And, and uh, you know, I think he'd be great at that, getting them out to dinners and, and things like that and uh, make sure everybody's got their places set up and uh, all that good stuff that goes into it. Brian Tossi and Travis Morin here on the Texas Stars podcast. And uh, we're really excited about the upcoming season. Uh, October 4th, the Texas Stars face off against the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, then we hit the road as well. At face off with the Iowa Wild after opening weekend. Again, Tucson and then Saturday facing off with Manitoba. But um, for the first road trip for, for anybody who hasn't done it in the AHL, uh, what piece of advice could you or any of the other uh, vets from this team kind of tell and especially the coaches, say to some of these younger guys about going on the road. You kind of touched on it earlier a little bit. I mean, it's just when you go on the road for the first time, it's just knowing that it's all, you're all about hockey. It's business. It's a business trip now. Uh, you're going there to play a couple games and win a couple games. It's not time to go out on the town and go see what's going on at these places and see if there's any good hot spots. Uh, you can save that for Saturday night after the game if you want to go out a little bit. But uh your your business first. You're going. You're getting up for pre pregame skate or practice or whatever, and you're going back, getting your food, getting your nap. You you're getting prepared all day. Uh, you know, a lot of the trips are you know kind of weekend trips where you you're getting in there and you, it's it's game time the next day. You're focused, like I said, business like, and uh, that's the way. That's the kind of mentality you have to have when you go on these trips. Across the board as well. When uh, when you go on these trips, I've had friends ask me. Oh, you travel all around the place. So, you know, what's your favorite place to go, and what have you seen? And the piece that I always give back to them, I'm like, uh, well, the rink was nice, the hotel was pretty nice, and the place yeah. we went for dinner was pretty nice. But outside of that, I didn't see too much. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. Rarely do you get any time off to go and sightsee yeah. and uh, things like that. And there might be a couple trips during the year where you have a day off in a city, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Unfortunately, now without going to California anymore, most of those days off will probably be spent in cold, snow, <laughs> snowy cities. So Go make a snowman. Uh, yeah, I don't fine. think guys are going to be venturing out of the hotel. A lot of times you're so exhausted anyways from the games and the travel that that day off is spent as a day off and you you relax and go get a good meal and, and kind of hang out with each other and, and, you know, kill the time that way instead of... Uh, you know, running around the town, checking things out. Rest and relaxation, that's the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Well, Travis, we're going to be getting through the month of October pretty quick. October 4th and 5th, that's the first two games. Stars will be on the road, and then right back here uh, the following weekend for another Friday and Saturday night. Stars will face off with the Grand Rapids Griffins, and a big night for Travis Morin as well over here, uh, as we'll see uh, number 23 go up in the rafters. And we'll, we'll talk about that as we get closer to it, but... Um, Getting through the month of October, it starts to tick away pretty quick. These months fly by. And when you think about it, four games at home versus the uh, the six games on the road, it's a pretty big difference to try and get out of the month of October on the right foot. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's another big reason to start well this uh, homecoming or the uh, opening weekend here is just, uh, you know, we play a lot of road games this month. And uh, they're always more difficult than the home games. So we got to take advantage of our home, home games this uh this month uh, to really get us off to a good start. 
Well, Texas Stars will be right here tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. We'll look forward to seeing everybody here at HEB Center at Cedar Park. For Travis Morin, this is Brian Tosti saying thanks for tuning in to the Texas Stars podcast. We'll be back in a couple of weeks talking about the upcoming games for the Stars. That'll be the Grand Rapids Griffins coming into town on the 18th and 19th. Until then, have a great night, everybody, or a great day wherever you are, and we'll catch you next time.